Does it ever feel like everything is changing? That's because it is. Change is the one constant in life. Most people struggle with change. But here's the thing. We're all capable of navigating it. In this episode, I share three practices to help you and your team rethink the way you look at change and then respond effectively. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Does it ever feel like everything is changing? Here's the truth. It is. Change is the one constant in life. Yet so many people complain about change. They wish things would stay the same, and they get frustrated when they don't. Here's another truth. Change itself is not the problem. Resistance to changes. I see so many leaders, especially newly appointed ones, have this overwhelming desire to have a business and team that is problem-free and one that requires no changes. Make no mistake, business is all about change. No industry is immune to it. The growth of any business is dependent upon how well its leaders embrace change and then help their team navigate through it. Zoom in for a second and specifically look at the change happening at your work. How many of your coworkers are having a difficult time with changes that are occurring or have occurred over the past year? The list of reasons are endless and in some cases justified, but the net result is the same. Many people struggle with change. Imagine a different scenario. Imagine if your team had a different experience with change. Imagine if they welcome change as opposed to fighting it. What difference would that make? Here's the leadership challenge. Change creates uncertainty. That's the challenge, right? For many, change creates anxiety. It creates doubt. It creates fear. Change, by definition, forces us to adapt, forces us to take risks, forces us to open ourselves up to the unknown. And you know what? That can be scary. I want to unpack this further. And I also want to give you three leadership best practices to help your team navigate change and build trust with them in the process. But before I do that, I want to invite you to join my Move the Needle Challenge, where I, sh- where I share a simple framework to unlock the logjam that typically stands in the way of making progress. I want to help you apply this methodology to your specific challenges so you can move the needle forward on something that is important to you. If you're interested, sign up for the next challenge. All the details are in the description. Okay, let's unpack change at a deeper level. First, let's be honest with each other, right? Change is nothing new, right? We've all experienced change in our lives. We've gone from grade school to high school to college. We've moved to different neighborhoods. We've changed jobs and in some cases, careers. Some of us got married and some of us got divorced, right? Look at the music industry as as one example, right? It has gone from albums to cassette tapes, to eight-track tapes, remember those? To CDs, to iTunes, to now streaming services. 
that's a lot of change. I remember back in, I think it was 1994, the Netscape browser was released. It was the first to capitalize on the emerging World Wide Web that we simply call today the Internet, right? I worked at Sun Microsystems at the time, and I remember a speech our fearless leader, Scott McNeely, gave when he predicted that someday, someday we would buy Christmas presents online and groceries would be shipped to our doorsteps. I love Scott, right? But I remember thinking he was crazy when I first heard that. At the time, none of us could envision a change of this magnitude on the horizon. Scott was right. This past Christmas, I bought all my presents online. I bet you did too, right? We now have services like Blue Apron and HelloFresh that delivering food to our house. The stories like this are endless, right? Take Borders, for example. It was a great bookstore. However, it didn't embrace tablets like Barnes & Noble did with the Nook. It's now out of business, right? The same is true for Blockbuster Video. Remember them? They once owned the home movie rental market. Now services like Netflix, Hulu, and others own that space. Let's zoom in a little closer to home. Change happens every day at work. Businesses acquire new accounts. And when you acquire a new account, it causes internal changes to activate and support those accounts. Employees transition in and out of companies, while others get promoted to new positions. This all ignites a host of internal changes. Teams reorganize, and then they transform for growth, while others merge and acquire other companies to expedite the growth process. Whether you realize it or not, change is happening every day at work, right? And I'll say this again. Change is not the problem. Resistance to change is. See, the problem is not the change itself, but instead our thoughts about the change. See, intellectually, we understand that change is a constant. After all, I just gave you a ton of examples, but that doesn't make it easy to navigate, right? So it begs the question, why do some people struggle with change? It's been my experience that most people resist change for four common reasons. Let me, let me, let me share them with you. The first is they're skeptical, right? As humans, we are wired to be skeptical. And, and change, by definition, kind of ignites our skepticism, right? The unknown takes us out of our comfort zone, which stirs up a lot of emotions. And most people, when this happens, they go to the worst case scenario. What if something goes wrong? Okay. The second reason is loss. Many associate change with losing something. I'm going to lose control. I'm going to lose status. I'm going to lose security. The third reason is more work or sacrifice. I mean, a lot of people equate change to more work and sacrifice. Winning a new client is more work. Getting a promotion is more work or more time away from my family. The fourth reason is it's easy, <laughs> right? I mean, some people dread change without any specific reason why, almost like it's a, like a habitual response they've been programmed to respond with. I hear a lot of people just casually say, I don't like change. And when I ask them why, right? The response I usually get is, I don't know, I just, I just wish things would stay the same. I know what to expect. And whenever I hear that, I laugh. I'm like, seriously? Imagine staying in fourth grade forever, <laughs> right? So, but let me share with you the real reason that I believe most people resist change. Most people resist change because they haven't learned the skill of resiliency and adaptability. See, many people think they have these skills, but if they did, they wouldn't struggle with change. Our job as leaders is to help others have a different experience with change. 
Since change exists in all aspects of our business and personal lives, we have a responsibility to help others navigate change more effectively. Let's start with how you look at change. See, change in my mind is an opportunity for all leaders. I say that because you can harvest a lot of trust with your team during times of change. To me, that's an opportunity, right? Here are three leadership best practices to help your team navigate change and during the process, build trust with them. The first is keep your team informed about potential changes. The faster things change, which we all they all are doing these days, the more often you need to communicate. Don't keep your team in the dark. See, light builds trust. When change affects everyone, pull the team together. When it affects individuals, call a one-on-one meeting. In both cases, make it clear. Here's what's changing. Here's what's staying the same. Here's what that means for you today. And here's what that might mean for you in the foreseeable futures. Any questions? Pretty simple, right? The second best practice is never initiate change without warning. See, scrambling, inventing, improvising creates this drama, right? All this whole drama around change. If you're leading others under times of great uncertainty or intense change, just start brainstorming the risk factors and likely contingencies. Coach your team to potential scenarios. You're teaching the team in the process not just how to respond to change, but also what it looks like and feels like to respond effectively to change. Okay, the third best practice is embrace change by demonstrating it. While change can bring about a a lot of great innovation and excitement, it also is bound to create a lot of anxiety, doubt, and fear. And when people are frustrated, they will complain. So I encourage you to listen to their concerns and acknowledge their frustration. People need to feel heard. By listening to input and modeling the expected behaviors, you can create a healthy culture that is more adept in handling change. Whether you're resistance, whether you are resistant or excited about change, you know what? Others are going to follow your lead. See, change is the new normal. When people keep talking about the new normal, the new normal is about change. Becoming more agile, learning, and adapting seems less of a luxury, and you know what? More of an essential skill. Are there specific changes in your business that you and your team are trying to navigate? If so, sign up for my next Move the Needle Challenge, and I will personally help you unlock the logjam and move the needle forward. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. You have an opportunity right here, right now, to make a renewed commitment to start where you are and just move the needle forward. The link is in the description. If you want to make meaningful progress on something important, I invite you to join the Move the Needle Challenge. To learn more, follow the link in the description or visit movetheneedlechallenge.com. Again, movetheneedlechallenge.com. In the meantime, do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.